Sounds great. Uh, good morning, Bill. Um, with a chance to review the game yesterday, I'm curious about the, the run defense and how you thought the fits were. Um, yeah, you know, the Jets do a good job in the running game. And, um, you know, they gave us they gave us a few challenging plays. So at times it was okay. Some things we need to, you know, work on, make sure the players understand. Correct. And, and along the, the topic, how about the tackling? Oh, some of it was good. We, man, we missed a few. Uh, we'll go to Chris Ryan, followed by Matt Hill. Morning, Bill. How are you? Uh, good. I want to ask you about uh, J.C. Jackson. Um, obviously, you know, the, the notable interceptions stood out. But as you watched the tape on, on J.C., what, what has stood out to you about his improvement, you know, kind of throughout the course of his time with the Patriots and his, his impact? I think each year um, J.C. gets a little bit more aware. Um, you know, a little better understanding of how to use his help and, you know, what what time, when to be aggressive and and use his help and when not to, you know, when, when he doesn't have any, he has to be able to play things a little more uh, honest. But, you know, take advantage of the the keys and the, and the defense and the leverage that we have to, you know, try to try to get closer to the receiver. Um, Are you a believer run in force, the... His run force has improved and... So his tackling's improved, um, and there's still things for him to work on. But he's yeah, but he's consistently gotten better over each of the four years. Are you a believer in the the, the number one corner corner type of <clears throat> player? Like, do you need to have a quote unquote shutdown number one, or is that something they feel is slightly overrated? And is he in that type of a category? Yeah, well, it's always good to have good players at every position. So wherever you can get them. You try to get him. Next question, Matt Dolan, followed by Mike Reese. Morning, Bill. Uh, so last week there were more two, two tight end sets against the Dolphins, and then yesterday there were more three receiver sets, more 11 personnel. Was that just based on the personnel of the opponent, or was there sort of a combination of factors that went into that? Uh, yeah, I'd say a combination of things. And we haven't seen much of uh, the tight ends being targeted in the red zone or in the end zone. Is that also just based on the flow of the game, or is there something more big picture? Yeah, we we have everybody. You know, everybody has a you know an opportunity. Um, which ones come up and how it how it unfolds? That that's a little bit unpredictable. We don't just throw the ball to one guy. You know, maybe on a screen pass, but. Um, so it would just depend on how the how, how the play develops, but yeah, we we have options for everybody. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Our next question, Mike Reese. So on uh, JC's first interception, the way that unfolded, um, Devin's role in the play. I, I could you revisit that, and is that sort of textbook coaching? The way he sort of batted it up is that is that sort of the tip drill per se, from your view? Yeah, uh, I mean I don't know. You you probably have to ask them about that. I mean it was, um, I think we we're just trying to make a play at that point. You know, JC did a good job of, 
of uh, you know on the play action, you know, riding the riding the end cut down there, and was able to get his hands on the ball, and ultimately, you know, it got tipped to him. But I don't know. You'd have to ask Devin about that. I'm not sure. And and um, just one last one with Nick. Uh, you talked a little bit about him after the game and the field goal operation. Um, I know just roster-wise, he had been elevated the last couple times from the practice squad. Um, is it sort of fair to say that he's coming up with Quinn on the IR? How do you see that going, I guess? You know, as I said a couple weeks ago, I think there'll be roster movement on most every team uh, in the first few weeks of the season. And so, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, next question, Matthew. Bill, um, from from what you've seen, how has uh, has Brian Hoyer been as a as a mentor and a guy that that's helped uh, that's helped Mac along? And, and what is it about kind of his um, his demeanor or his personality beyond his his football skills that has made him, in your mind, skilled in in somebody that that uh, that can do that? Yeah, Brian's done a great job for us uh, in every area. Uh, he he obviously knows the offense better uh, than anyone, any other player um, or quarterback. So, you know that's a that's a big help when executing the play. There's the uh, there's the coaching version of it, and then as a player, there's kind of the execution of it. The little things that you remind yourself as a player that that a coach uh, sometimes doesn't. Uh, you know, it, it's just different when you're a player and when and you know executing the play and a coach trying to explain the play. And I think Brian adds a lot of good insight to that. And you know how how other teams uh, defensively do things because they're all different. And um, you know Brian helps me. You know with with things that he's seen. He's been with a lot of other teams. Been with other coaches. Been in other systems. And uh, we talk about plays and situations. And you know he has a lot of good either ideas or recollections of the way somebody else did something, which might be something to learn from or might be something that, you know, we can use and so forth. So, yeah, he's, he's really, he's been good and, uh, and, and knows the offense well. So uh, Mac's been able to take a lot of reps, but Brian's been able to go in there and execute the offense when he's needed to, whether it be in a preseason games or in practice. Uh, without you know taking a ton of reps so that we can give you know more of those to Mac um, uh, you know since the last week of you know after the last preseason game so uh, that's you know that that's really worked out well too are there things that you ask him to sort of talk about with Mac or work with the Mac or do you just kind of trust that his his instincts in the in that role to, um, how much how much is if that is you directed how much of that is just trusting what, what he'll do yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, again, there's a lot of a lot of conversations during the gay day. There's meetings. There's before meetings. There's after meetings. There's in practice. There's watching film of us. There's watching film of other quarterbacks against the defense we're playing. There's film of watching other quarterbacks and other teams in different situations. So. It comes on a lot of different levels and a lot of different situations. Um, you know, there it's all there. He, I'd say, Brian's done a you know a good job of all of it, but there's it's no like definitive 
it's, it's all encompassing um, because we, you know, we talk about so many things over the course of the day. Uh, next question, Chris, uh, Chris Ryan again, and then Jim McBride. Bill, I want to ask you about Devin as well, where a lot of the conversation around Devin is about you know leadership, winning, even philanthropy. But do you feel that he gets the appropriate recognition for the quality of, of football player that he is? And kind of in your historical lens as well, um, where is, is Devin in that context? Well, he certainly gets it around here. I mean, I, I don't know about, you know, anybody else. Uh, you know, everybody has their own opinions. I don't really know what those are, but certainly around here, he's uh, highly respected and appreciated for all the things that he does unselfishly to help our team um, on the field as, as well as off the field. I mean, off the field's one thing, but... You know, he's he's a critical person on the field because of his quarterbacking of the secondary, the defense, and and his playmaking ability, his tackling ability, and his ability to um, and to do the right things in coverage. And that's very very important for his position because one mistake back there is, um, you know, it's not like the nose guard making a mistake. There's nobody behind him, so it's it's a it's a much very important position and and the any mistakes back there are really you know can be a, a bit much bigger consequences than than in other positions on the field so yeah i i think there's plenty of respect and appreciation for everything he does here um and he's done it on a consistent level uh shows up every day every week every year and that's you know that that's a huge thing too It looks like the last two questions will be Jim McBride and Karen Green. Uh, good morning, Coach. Hi, Jim. Uh, I wanted to ask you about Jawan Bentley and what you've seen from his growth over the years. It seems um, that, that his responsibilities continue to grow season after season, and I'm wondering if that's an accurate assessment. Yeah, I think that definitely is. Um, he's he's done a great job of, uh, you know, last year taking control of the defense with High not here and you know, some of the other, um, you know, players who we had in 19, you know, Jamie and uh, back in, in now and last year and then moving into this year, and he's still continued to, you know, step that, that role up. Um, he's very smart, very good communicator, um, you know, physical player. Um, but I think he's, you know, taken it to another level this year in training camp and, and even in the, the first couple of games in terms of his aggressiveness and, instinct and just reading and recognizing things a little bit quicker just that that split second at that position is a big big difference a lot of times between a tackle for a loss and um you know an eight yard gain uh so i think he's you know playing with a lot of confidence and um and playing a good physical style of football taking on blockers tackling jamming receivers um doing all those things and again very very smart to handle and make adjustments on the defense. Thank you. Yep. Last question. Good morning, Bill. Hi, Karen. 
Um, I was just wondering uh, how concerned you were about the play uh, at right tackle, and have you and have you thought about perhaps uh, moving Mike Onwenu there? Uh, should Trent Brown not be available to play? Yeah, um, I still, you know, still need to spend a little more time here going through the film and talking about things, but um, I think we're I think we're all right here. Um, got you know three players that have played it, and I think they've all done uh, some good things. You know, Trent. I mean, not not very much in the last two games, but you know, we know Trent can you know can do a good job over there, and and uh, you know, Sear and Justin have both both done a solid job there. Um, you know, we've had some breakdowns at at really all spots on the line, all spots offensively. It's just. We've lacked some consistency, uh, even though we have a lot of good plays and we've moved the ball and, you know, we've, we put ourselves into, you know, positive field position, you know, a lot of times this year. Uh, we just don't have enough enough results points-wise that, that what we feel like we should have. So, but I think that's a, you know, really a whole team thing, um, you know, not any one, one individual or one guy, so. Um, you know, we plan to play Justin and and Yassir both yesterday, and we did. And uh, they both got some good experience, and, and they both had a lot of a lot of good plays. So uh, we'll see where we are this week, and you know, go from there. Thank, thank you, Bill. You're Thanks, welcome, Coach. Thanks, everyone.